everyone. Welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. And I am Chip. I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Pandora. You can also watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football, so please hit subscribe to support the show. Um, and generally, weekly, I try to do the video portion of this and, and publish it on YouTube. Uh, unfortunately for this week, I will not have that up. Uh, only the audio portion of it will be available. Um, just had a lot going on on Monday and uh, just couldn't get it, it all taken care of. So um, I'll try to be back with it next week, but um, at least you're going to get the audio portion of it. So um, you'll know who to pick up this week. But before we get into all my top waiver wire pickups for week six, let's talk about some of the news that took place. Uh, on Monday, and this news broke. Let's start with this this news right here. This news broke on Monday night during Monday Night Football. Um, looks like the Raiders and John Gruden are going to part ways. John Gruden informed the team Monday night that he's going to resign as the head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. If you heard some of the story, uh, there was uh, an email that came out last week. I think it was like on Friday that that John Gruden made some remarks about um, the president of the NFLPA. Um, and then he addressed those things and then there was more emails that came out uh, over the weekend and then that were published on Monday. Um, so based on that, I know he pretty much had no choice but to resign, but if you want any more details about that stuff, just go ahead and look that up and, and read the articles that, um, were published by, by various news sources. Um, I'm not going to talk about it on here because I, try, I keep everything neutral and so, for that, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have an interim coach for the rest of the year, and also have a new head coach for next year. But uh, John Gruden is no longer the coach for the Raiders. And then going into some of the injury news that took place that on Monday, uh, Tampa Bay uh, quarterback Tom Brady um, apparently injured his throwing uh, his thumb on his thrown hand during the game. I guess in the first half of the Dolphins game on Sunday, um, and you see him like icing on the sideline yesterday or on Sunday, but. You didn't know really the severity of it, and apparently he'll be good to go on on Thursday night football against the the Eagles. So it uh, shouldn't be anything to be concerned about. Um, and then also Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, uh, he apparently sprained his knee on Sunday, and it looks like he should be good to go for Week Six. Um, it looks like the the Bears are not concerned about the injury, um, so he'll be available Week Six. And then uh, New England Patriots running back Damian Harris. He had x-rays uh, done on his chest and his ribs, and they're describing the, uh, the injury as day-to-day. Uh, so there's nothing that was significant in the findings. So with that being the case, it's going to be like a pain tolerance thing for him. So he will be available on Sunday, uh, from what I understand. Um, but things can change. Got to, you know, pay attention to the practice reports and see exactly um, who's practicing and who's not. And then it looks like uh, same thing with Saquon Barkley. Uh, the updates on Saquon Barkley is that he's going to be out for some time. Um, now that could be two weeks. That could be six weeks. It really hasn't been a, a, a strict timetable, uh, but more than likely he will be out for at least week six. Um, and then wide receiver Kenny Galladay, he hyperextended his knee on Sunday and he looks like he will not be available week six either. So the, uh, the giants as of right now are decimated at wide receiver. I mean, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, now you're talking about you know um, Saquon Barkley. They, I mean, this is this is as bad as it gets for a team that 
um, was looking decent, you know, offensively. Like, it seems like things were getting better, but uh, they'll be out, you know, without Galladay um, and and Barkley for at least week six. And then lastly, it looks like 49ers quarterback Trey Lance, uh, he's dealing with the knee injury. He sprained his knee as well. Um, so they're going to do some some tests on him to see if he's going to be good to go for week six, but just something to monitor throughout the week. Um, but not sure who they're going to start. Trey Lance is is injured and can't play. Then obviously Jimmy Garoppolo can't play. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what that 49 team looks like going into week six, but just keep things updated, continue to follow the news and see. And, you know, when I do my starts and sits on Thursday, you'll, you'll have all the updates, um, at least kind of where things are leaning. So just pay attention to that. But let's go ahead and and talk about my top waiver wire pickups for for this week. And you know, really going into the the waiver wires, there are some good names out there. But I think looking at what we're seeing, uh, there might be, especially the running back position. I feel like there's like these rental guys that you'll have for maybe one or two weeks. So I don't know if you want to spend a bunch of fab on these guys. But if you're desperately needing a wide receiver, a running back, whatever, then I obviously get it why you need to pick these guys up. But just some of the names that broke out in week five. Uh, we got, you know, David Njoku. He was a guy that broke out at tight end. He had a monster game. You know, he's only 2% owned in leagues. We obviously saw Marquez Callaway go off. Um, he's he's highly owned. I mean, 30% is a pretty good good percentage of being owned. Um, uh, Kadarius Tony. you know, he was, uh, he broke out on, on Sunday. You got Devontae Booker. Obviously, he had a, a good game when Saquon Barkley went out. Uh, the wide receiver for the Houston Texans, Chris Moore, good game from him. Samaji Piran had a good game. Hunter Henry, Devontae Harris, Chris Conley. These all guys that, that had very good fantasy breakouts for week five. Now, I'll talk about some of these guys in the waiver wire, you know, shortly, but um, you know, these are guys that they're kind of they're kind of random names, you know, obviously because we don't really know exactly the consistency of these guys. But these are guys that uh, just had good weeks that were were slightly owned. So with that being the case, let's talk about some of the main guys that I'm I'm considering picking up at each position. And I'm going to start off at the QB position. I think the, the biggest name to pick up this week, if you lost Russell Wilson and you play in a two quarterback league or you play in a super flex league, Geno Smith, he's the guy that you have to pick up. You know, he's 1% owned, um, and I'm surprised he's even 1% owned. So uh, Geno Smith is a guy that, you know, obviously he's not Russell Wilson, but he's a, you know, he's a seasoned vet that can get the job done. He had a decent game um, initially with the against the Rams, but then it kind of fell apart at the end there. But um, Geno Smith, if you're the Russell Wilson owner, you have to pick him up. Uh, you at least have him for the next, what, at least six weeks. Um, so if you're if you're decimated at quarterback, especially when you play these two quarterback leagues, you need to pick them up and, and try to salvage some of your season if you have Russell Wilson. Uh, now going into the running back position, I think the biggest name to pick up this week is available in your leagues. It's Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he's 12% owned, and we saw that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be out for a few weeks. He's probably going to be out until November. And so that being the case, I think based on the offense that they're in, um, he becomes the clear-cut starter. Now, I do think that they'll still use a running back by committee um, by uh, with Jarek McKinnon as well. Jarek McKinnon's on my list, but he's lower on my list. But both him and, and uh, Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon are guys that you can pick up. Um, my guess is Daryl Williams will be the clear-cut starter. But even even on Sunday, they're, they're feeding McKinnon a little bit here and there. Um, so those are two guys that if I had to pick up one guy 
this week uh, is Daryl Williams. I mean, because he he's going to get at least a few weeks to fill in your running back position. Um, so he's my number one running back add. Number two is Devontae Book- Booker. And now this is a, this is a tricky one, right? So he's going to be the starter when Saquon Barkley's out. Um, he obviously had a good game when he had to fill in for him. Now, the thing about Saquon Barkley's injury that he could only be out for a week, right? So the, we're going into week six. We still got a lot more fans football to play. Do you want to blow all your fab on a, a one-week rental? Now, we'll know more later on the week, but obviously you have to make this call today because you have to put in your fab for this or you have to put in your waiver wire claims. And so if you're if you're first on the priority board for for your waiver wire, if you're not, say you don't have a fab, um, I, I still think Daryl Williams is the guy that you get the most playing time with. He's on a better offense. So Devontae Booker, he's he's number two for me. But it's like you'll have him at least, at least for one week, not anymore after that. Who knows? Um, you know, so it's kind of you got you got to you got to pay attention on your fab, what your other league mates are doing, who you have. Like, do you really need the, the running back? Do you just want to try to snipe one of your league mates? I mean, you have to make that call, but uh, I just don't think Devontae Brooker brings the same the same value as Williams does. Uh, my third running back is Khalil Herbert. He is the r- backup running back for the Chicago Bears. Now, obviously, Damian Williams was the guy that was the top waiver wire pickup for last week, but I was surprised on how much they actually used Khalil Herbert. Uh, he's only twelve percent owned, and he had eighteen carries, so he had more carries than than uh, Damian Williams. The biggest difference is Damian Williams got the touchdown, and I do think that Damian Williams is the the pass catcher in this offense with uh with Montgomery out. So it depends on the game script. So I think if the, the Chicago Bears continue to play with the lead, I think that really benefits Herbert. Um, so you know he, he's probably a guy that you can put a small fab you know bid in for and get him on your roster just in case. Like we don't know exactly how his usage will be next week or in week six. So um, it's one of those things you just got to. You know, you have to at least try to get him. And if you're able to, great. See what happens. I don't think you can start him. I think Damian Williams continues to be the guy that you want to start in that lineup. But something to monitor. My next uh, running back is Ramondre Stevenson. He's the rookie running back for the Patriots. Um, he's 5% owned. Um, now, Damian Harris, like I said, he injured his chest and ribs. He's considered day-to-day. But you have no idea how these things progress throughout the week. Um, they could bench him just to keep him healthy. But like I said in the podcast yesterday, Ramondre Stevenson was a guy that I picked up before the games on Sunday because I had Dalvin Cook um, go on IR or he was on my IR because he was out. Um, so I was able to pick up and sneak Jeff Wilson Jr. on my IR. And then I picked up Ramondre Stevenson. And so it was a, a move on me because he had no idea. I, I had no idea about the injury. It was just something that I did before the game started. So uh Hopefully, hopefully it may benefit because he did get 11 carries, um, but Damian Harris kept on going in and out of the game. So uh, I think that's a, a probably a small percentage fab, if anything, for um, Ramondre Stevenson. I don't think anyone's really going after him, um, but the news on on Damian Harris could change. And then going to my and I already mentioned Jerick uh, McKinney. He was my last guy on this list, you know, just because he's going to be in a committee with Daryl Williams. So uh, he's probably a guy that's not owned. He's only one percent owns, obviously. So he's a guy that you have a better opportunity. I think uh, Herbert, Stevenson, and McKinney are the two guys that, or the three guys that you probably have to spend no fab on. Um, Williams, D- Daryl Williams, and Devontae Booker will definitely be um, 
uh, people will definitely spend money on them. I know Daryl Williams in my 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 home league, my main league that I talk about on the podcast, he's already taken. So um, there won't be a lot of fight for him. Um, but Devontae Booker will be a guy that I'm sure a lot of guys who are going to be going after him with their fab. Uh, now moving on to the wide receiver position. My number one wide receiver is Kadarius Tooney. Um, you know, he is 14% owned. He had a great game on Sunday. He was 10 for 189 on 13 targets. Uh, he did give you a rush to as well. Um, definitely a dynamic playmaker. Definitely uh, warranted of why they chose him this year in the draft. The Giants are loaded. If you, I mean, you talk about that's the only thing. Right now, he's shining because there's a lot of injuries on that offense. But now you're talking about playing him with Mike Glennon. You know, they do don't they, they're not going to have Galladay in Week Six. Now, does Derek Slayton come back? Does Sterling Shepard come back? You know, that Evan Ingram came back. So how does that how does that play a role into um, his his target share for week six? You know, I think he should definitely be added. I think he can be um, someone that could definitely be a, a flex play in your league um, on Sundays. But um, it just it's good right now. But what, what would the opportunities be later on once all these guys come back healthy? Um, but he's definitely he's definitely you definitely need to add him. And this guy was probably dropped. I know I dropped him in one of my leagues. Uh, it's Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Rondale Moore. He's 39% owned. He was, you know, 5 for 59 on six targets on Sunday. And the thing about him, though, like, he he's starting to come around a lot. Um, you know, he, right now, he finished, he ran more routes than, from the slot than Christian Kirk. And so, I think that, we're seeing the kind of the the target share change where Devontae Hop, uh, sorry, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the obviously the clear cut number one wide receiver. Now with Max Williams gone with the injury out, you know, out for the rest of the season, you're going to see the target share go up a little bit. So I think because Rondell Moore is starting to get more more uh, playing time than Christian Kirk, you're going to start seeing some more production out of him. Um, so. He was a guy that you added probably the first week or two of the season, and you probably haven't played him because there was kind of the ups and downs with him. But I think he's going to start trending upward a little bit more. So he's definitely a pickup if he was if he was dropped in your league. Um, my third wide receiver is Hunter Renfro. I know that's not a sexy name. He is he is owning fifty percent of leagues. Uh, I gear toward this more like PPR leagues because of he's being a slot receiver. Um, I think other than Darren Waller, I feel like Hunter Renfro is the most safest player. Um, on this on this roster, um, in a sense of like pass catcher, he was six for fifty six on eight targets. So he seems to be the most. Other than Waller, he continues to be the most reliable. And it seems like every week they continue to you know give him more opportunities. So Hunter Refro, especially in PPR formats, is definitely a a solid add. I, I think with bye weeks, you now we have we have uh, a bye week starting week six. So I think that this is where. These players you have on your bench are going to be beneficial for you. So I think, you know, you can do worse than uh, than Hunter Renfro. I mean, you know, he's a guy that that just is reliable enough. And Derek Carr likes him, you know, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where he's not a sexy name, but he'll get you probably a good 10 points um, from a flex position or a wide receiver three position. And then my last uh, wide receiver, which I don't really, I don't really like this guy, but um He's he's been warranted to to add at least for and see what happens as Marquez Callaway. Um, he definitely had a very good preseason, and once the season started, he didn't do anything. And now he's starting to trend upward. He's thirty five percent owned, 
Um, but he had a, you know, he had a great game on Sunday. He was four for what, four for 85 on eight targets, if I'm not mistaken. So like, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you had that touchdown at the very, you know, very end of the first half. Um, and you know, he is, he's a boom bust guy for me, even though there is no, there's no Michael Thomas or anything like that. Like, I still think that, um, you know, he, him and, and Deontay Harris are guys that I want to see consistency out of. I don't want to, I don't want to add a guy on my roster. I don't mind adding him, but I'm not going to, am I going to spend a bunch of fab on this guy? No, because I don't think, you know, I can play him and feel confident in that. You know, I don't know if, if I trust that Saints offense, even Kamara. I mean, Kamara has had very bad games this year. Uh, he had a great game on Sunday, but that's the ups and downs of this offense right now. Um, and then once Michael Thomas comes back, like, you know, how's that change as well? So he he's a guy that I will add to my roster, but do I want to play? I'm not going to play him over guys like Antonio Brown or Stephon Diggs or Mike Williams or even Cortland Sutton. These are guys that I, these are the right wide receivers I have on my team already. You know, I have Emmanuel Sanders on my bench. You know, I have Kenny Galladay on my bench. Like, am I really going to add him for for any type of fab or waste a waiver wire um, pick on him? I just don't, I don't think so. But if you're a wide receiver needy team, and you need that type of uh, wide receiver, then then I get it. But I just think that for me, I'm, I'm still a wait and see approach. And if I can if I can add him to my roster for free, then great. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and try to fight and bid on this guy. Uh, and then tight end wise, uh, I got some I got three tight ends that are are decent here. Uh, I got Hunter Henry. Uh, he fun, he you know two weeks in a row he scored a touchdown. I think that. You know, Johnny Smith uh, is kind of a droppable piece now on that offense when it comes to fantasy purposes. Um, I think I think Mac Jones likes Hunter Henry, and so I think that he is forty one percent owned. Uh, he's probably going to be very volatile, but he's been consistent the last two weeks. Um, so I think he's an add there as well. Um, same for same for Dan Arnold. So, you know, he was the the guy that benefited the most. He's the tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's only three percent owned. On Sunday, he was six for sixty-four and eight targets. And I had mentioned this on yesterday's podcast: is that it was surprising to see both Marvin Jones and Lavishka Sanault Jr. only had one target. With DJ Chark being out there for due to injury out out for the rest of the season, it was very surprising to see Dan Arnold lead the team in receiving. Um, so, is that going to be on a regular basis? It's to be determined. But it was interesting to kind of see that dynamic. Um, guy that you can, you can add, I, if I added him on my roster, if I needed a tight end, you know, if I'm on a bye week, then I have to play him, then I get it. But I think that he's one of those guys that I don't mind adding, see what he does this week, see if Trevor Lawrence continues to go to him and then kind of feel more confident in that. You know, I'm a guy, I do the rule of threes. I have to see three games of consistency before I decide to play him in my lineup. Um, and so that's why I do with Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox has had two good games. He's been pretty decent since uh, the start of the season. And so I had to choose between Noah Fant or Dawson Knox. I'm going with the high-profile offense with a high-profile quarterback. Um, and I had that stack last night or on Sunday night with uh, with Allen and, and Knox. So it benefited me. Um, but um, definitely a, a, t- a tight end to add. And then lastly, I have Ricky Seals, jo- uh, Ricky, Ricky Seals Jones here. He's, not, he's only 1% owned, so he's probably going to be available in all your leagues. Uh, he's five. He yes. Uh, on Sunday, he was five for forty-one on eight targets. Um, I think you no. Know, with Logan Thomas being out uh, due to a hamstring injury, 
you know, Ricky Seals Jones continues to be the guy that will get the the targets and get the playing time and the snaps. Um, so if you're a tight end needy team, you know, you can try to, you know, sneak him on your roster and hopefully get you something um, until Logan Thomas comes back. Even if you're a Logan Thomas owner, I mean, there's not really a lot of great tight ends right now. And so, you know, we got Kittle out and he's injured, you know, so everyone else is kind of volatile. I mean, even Dar- Darren Waller had a, had a, a, had a rough game last or on Sunday. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you have to start adding depth to your roster when these bye weeks start coming. So get them on your roster. And if you need to play them, play them. Um, and then going to my defensive streamers for week six. Uh, so I got three defenses you can try to pick up that should, should be available. Um, Cincinnati plays the Lions. Uh, the Dolphins play the Jags and the Colts play the Texans. I mean, the Colts did a very good job against the Baltimore Ravens on, on Monday night. So like, I know that, you know, the Ravens still got their touchdowns, whatever, but I still think that, that the Colts against the Texans should be a pretty favorable matchup. So those are my defensive streamers, uh, for week six. So in review, my, my players to pick up at each position at quarterback, I got Geno Smith at running back, Darrell Williams, Devontae Booker, Khalil Herbert. Ramadre Stevenson and Jerick McKinnon at wide receiver. I got uh, Kadarius Tooney, uh, Rondale Moore, Hunter Renfro, Marquez Callaway, and at tight end, Hunter Henry, Dan Arnold, and Ricky Seals-Jones. And if you're going to ask me who I would choose out of all these, who's my top priority pick, it definitely is Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, with Devontae Booker being second. So there you have it uh, for all my top waiver wide pickups for week six. Now, after waivers, I say this every week, after waivers, make sure you see who gets dropped. Um, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I had picked up Kyle Pitts. Someone dropped Kyle Pitts. Um, I had already spent money on Dawson Knox and Logan Thomas was on my IR, but I had played Kyle Pitts over Dawson Knox. Each, whatever decision I had made would have been a great decision, but that's what I'm talking about. You have to find uh, these players, these these league mates, you know, they go for the, the the top waiver wire pickup. They have to drop somebody. And sometimes that player is better than the person that they're picking up. So always make sure you see who gets dropped. Um, but hope, hopefully you guys are in a good position. You're, you're, you're continuing to build your team. This is why the waiver wire shows happen because you're not going to win your, your league in the draft. You have to build your team as the season progresses. My team right now looks totally different now than it did when the season started. And, you know, hopefully you can be able to progress and move forward. Um, but that's it for today. Hopefully you're able to get all the waiver wires pickups that you want. Um, you know, like I say, always, please like, comment, and share the podcast. Um, and if you have any questions about, even if it's a waiver wire, you know, question or start sits, whatever, you can always message me on Instagram at Football. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, we're at the Great Iron Pod. But um, other than that, I'll be back on Thursday for all my starts and sits for week six and hopefully some injury updates as well. Um, but good luck with waiver wires, and we will see you on Thursday. Take care.